Brady back in a year on the fan. It is overtime with Jonathan Peter. And let's go out to our Browns insider. His name is Daryl Ryder. Brought to you by Shopping Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Daryl, Browns football is back. How are you today? I am. Uh, I am good. A lot cooler than I was in West Virginia. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean. You know, my mom's in town, and uh, she came from Kansas, and in Kansas it's like 100 degrees every day. And I'm like, I, I, she got she got Cleveland for the one day it hit like 92 a couple days ago, and outside uh-huh. of that it's been like 73, 75. I'm like, people don't get it. Cleveland, it's wonderful. I looked at the forecast, and I am absolutely loving uh, the forecast. Not, not a lot of mid to upper 80s. What was interesting about the uh, – the climate in West Virginia, very cool at night and in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, fog then burns off the mountains, and then uh, someone turns on a flamethrower. <laughs> it just sounds <laughs> hot. It sounds it sounds <laughs> awful. And you cook, literally and figuratively. And uh, yeah, so it uh, was nice to uh, not uh, be uh, scorching hot. Uh, out at Brown's camp today. You should have taken like one of the eggs and put it on the sidewalk and cooked your eggs. Yeah. <laughs> see how wanted... fast they see see how fast they cook. I've always right. wanted to try it. I see it every now and then online. Somebody ends up doing it. Like I think uh, I saw someone the other day, and it was so hot where they were at. They they put a a whole breakfast into their mailbox and cooked the whole entire thing. And I was like, it's just it's wild. The whole I was thing. Say, I hope they didn't actually eat it though. I hope not too. But you know TikTok. These people they're not that bright on the TikTok, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> they'll cook it. They'll eat it. They'll serve it to people. You know, I, uh, I I've had the TikTok for a while. I do not use the TikTok actively. Um, I still haven't figured out what type of you know content or whatever you know to put on there and that. So, but uh, I, I've heard it's very bad for your brain. That's all, that's all I know. And my brain is messed up enough. I don't need TikTok doing any further damage. It melts it worse than the West Virginia sun. All right, Daryl. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the Deshaun Watson interception. I I don't I didn't see it very well. The the, uh, the videos I saw didn't give me a good enough view. Did you see the interception? Yeah, I did. He, uh, look, they did a good job jumping uh, jumping in front of Amari Cooper's face and, and stealing the football. It, I don't think it was a terrible throw. It's training camp. Stuff happens. Um, I uh, so yeah, I'm I'm not. Uh, Look, the defense has done a real nice job here early in camp. But you know what? That's uh, somewhat uh, to be expected. You know, Dalvin Tomlinson and Obo Okoronkwo both batted down. Watson passes in the first 11 on uh, 11. Uh, you know, Cameron Mitchell, uh, you're talking about his interception in the pick six. Um, and, and that, uh, you know, Miles Garrett just con- continues to beat Jedrick Wills like a drum. Mm. Um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, the, the defense has done a nice job. Give them their due. Let's talk about Jedrick Wills. Andrew Barry was on with Afternoon Drive, and he said last year was the best season for Jedrick Wills. <laughs> well, I would hope I... so, because uh, the, the previous two weren't that great. <laughs> it's not hard to go up when, when the first two were that bad. But is there is there any chance, when we talk about Jedrick Wills, is there any chance that he has some sort of epiphany? Obviously, early on, and going up against Miles is tough, but obviously early on it doesn't seem... Like he's headed in that direction for this year. Yeah, I, I, it's it's hard to say, Jonathan. Um, I, I honestly don't know. I wish I had an answer for you. I wish I could tell you. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's got another gear. He's going to kick it into this year, and um, uh, still waiting him. You know, still waiting for him to kick it into a gear, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, he's a real nice kid. Uh, I I I don't know that football is his absolute passion. Um, 
it's tough following in the footsteps of a Joe Thomas who's going into the Hall of Fame this week. But, yeah, I, I just don't know, Jonathan. Um, and and, I, and I, I, I think it remains to be seen. I, I really do. I mean, uh, you're going against the best of the best. Uh, you'd think iron sharpens iron, but uh, his iron needs to be uh, a lot more sharp. Hey, let me ask you something, Daryl, because I'm not at the practices the same way you are. Obviously, I go to Berea every now and then. I, I show my face. We do the appearances. But you, you're out there. You're, <laughs> the token appearance. It's me just saying hi to, to people is all it is. That's, that's all that ever turns into. I don't actually watch the practices with, like, really in-depth analysis or anything. I'm like, oh, yeah, Watson Watson looks good. Okay, good. Fantastic. Uh, but you do. And so, I, I don't again, I don't pay enough attention to it. On a day-to-day basis, I, I saw something with Sean McVay, and Sean McVay just started, and I, I, I thought this was silly. He just started double and triple teaming Aaron Donald. He's like, we've never done this before in practices. We've never mm-hmm. gone through spending practices where we double and triple team, and we're doing that now because we want to simulate what he's actually seeing in some of these games. And I'm like, right. why is that not obvious? Why why would they not be doing this the entire time? When, when you see Miles in these practices, do the Browns ever double or triple team him, or is it always one-on-one? A lot of it is, you know, one-on-one. Uh, and, and I think, again, part of that is, you know, designed to help out the offensive line uh, a little bit, you know, make them stronger. So, um, and this this defensive line is looking really, really good. I hope um, so. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> and for, you know, it's interesting. You know, Jim Schwartz even said uh, we had to help him out. Uh, forgot his Peter Parker Spider-Man line, you know, uh, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. In this case, with a big contract comes great responsibility. And now they got some guys uh, on that defensive line that got some pretty sizable contracts. So uh, his point is that, yeah, got contract, but you you got to live up to it, and and you've got to produce on the field. And uh, I, based on the early returns, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I just, I wonder, it just seems so obvious to me. You know, Miles gets more double teams than anyone else in football. 30% of his snaps last year, he was double teamed more than yeah. anybody. Why, why don't they do that in practice? Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Maybe I'll uh, throw that at somebody in the next time I talk. To yeah, him. and you can use Sean McVay as the as the launching point. Like he, he put it out there. He's like, yeah, we're. And it was weird because he thought he was being innovative with it, but to me, it was like a no brainer. Like, of course um, you would do that. Uh, you know what, Jonathan? I'm writing it down. I'm getting right on it. Let's go. Here we go. Let's. All right. I can't wait to hear your. I'll answer. ask at the Hall of Fame game because do we really care about the Hall of Fame game? <laughs> I, I well, was, I'm strapped in already. The answer for a you're looking for mind. is no. Yeah, but it's such a tease. Such a tease. We wait it's so not long a to see football. It's not a tease. And then Get five minutes here. in, you're like, why did I wait so long for football? I got to wait even longer. I don't even know who we're going to talk to after the game. To make I, so so are, are we going to at least get some wide receivers in here that isn't the yeah. big three, I would imagine? Like David yeah. Bell should play, I would Oh, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, this is going to be a, a, a very important uh, – this is going to be an important game for a lot of uh, the, the roster bubble folks uh, and uh, opportunities. Because listen, listen. You know, Marquise Goodwin, his status is unknown. There is no timetable. He's got blood clots, right? That's a very serious health condition. Mm-hmm. And there's no guarantee he's going to play. Um, I remind folks, Chris Bosch's career was ended by blood clots, right? So I'm not saying that Goodwin is going to suffer the same fate, but just want to put it in perspective here as far as expectation in that. So opportunity knocks, one guy comes to mind. And that's Anthony Schwartz, right? He, the, the yeah. burner, the, you know, the, well, 
He couldn't run under a football. He couldn't get to a, a little overthrow today, to be fair. But you'd like to see him be able to run under that thing and and you know haul it in down the field, and he wasn't able to do that. It felt like he had a nice play in Green in in West Virginia. Yeah, he did. Uh, He's wide open. It's not like he beat anybody, but his yeah, his, his it, brick hands didn't get in the way this time. Correct. His his uh, his brain of the oh my god, I can't believe they left me so wide open. Um, I don't know. Are we calling that the Anthony Schwartz defense? <laughs> <laughs> we could. Are, are we gonna Are we gonna call that the uh, uh, Isaac Okoro defense? <laughs> no, just being, yeah, just leave him open. Yeah, just yeah. leave him open. Like Dare a him to shoot in the it. Corner. Yeah. He could shoot that thing all night long. We don't care. Yeah. Um, but no, he. he uh, yeah, we, we have seen uh, glimpses from him, but just we haven't seen the consistency from him. So uh, I think that uh, this is an opportunity for him uh, now to uh, show some consistency. Did anybody address what happened with that report with the airline? Oh, no. Uh, And I I meant to and uh, got caught up today. Uh, I'll probably follow up on that tomorrow, though. Okay, yeah. There's a couple things. Not great. Not great. Yeah, there's what, a- what is what is what what is alleged is not great and uh, you know very disrespectful and uh, yeah. Did you make it any deal at all after the fight? How it, it felt like nobody actually ran when Stefanski gave him the sprints <laughs> and they were just jogging. I thought that was a little. I, I don't know. A couple, I, of, nah, a couple of guys ran. A couple of guys ran, and it, it, it was about thirty percent ran. Uh, uh, and then the the other seventy percent took their time. You think seventy percent would take their time if it was Belichick? I uh, no, I don't either. No, I thought I thought low key it was reflective of something. Oh uh, well, I I, I don't know about that. Low key, I I almost kind of wanted him in the moment to stop it and tell him to go do it again, and we're gonna do it until I see you everyone a hundred percent of a hundred percent out there yeah. hustling. Old school football stuff that they just don't do anymore. Yeah, I just yeah I, I hear you. And look, the days of the the two a day padded practices and stuff like that they're they're long gone. You know, the CBA is very specific with teams with what they can do. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, it, it was a situation where I think everyone was just ready to go home on Sunday. I was ready to go home on Sunday. I was eternally grateful <laughs> that two fights broke out so they could run and then we could get the hell out of there. Absolutely. I was like, thank you very much. I was in my car by 1130 and home by five. Dream come true. Yeah, no, that is a dream come true. Uh, Bubba Ventrone seems like a real character. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, and it was funny because you know, I I had no idea that he had injured his foot. And so I had been wanting to ask him about running those reps with his, you know, special teams. You know, and he goes, yeah, I'm, you know, summing up what he said, but he basically, yeah, great time to ask me that question, genius, because my foot hurts and I can't run anymore. Daryl Ryder, our Browns insider, joining us here on 92.3 The Fan. Of course, brought to you by Shabin Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Let me ask you another question, because you're the man that talked to J.W. Johnson. And I know I, in the interview you had, and people can check it out. It's always game day in Cleveland. The interview you had, I thought it was what I thought was interesting is how he mentioned how he wanted to, you know, bring the fans into it as much as he possibly could. And then you look today, and they're already doing another fan vote for what goes, you know, at the center of the football field. Are are, are they involving the fans, Daryl, just a little bit too much? Well, I mean, it, it worked out well last year. They did the same thing, you know, and they, that's how Brownie. Uh, the original Brownie ended up midfield, which I thought was awesome and great, and I hope that uh, that ends up being the end result. Because uh, I do too. I, 
I can't really stand seeing the the orange helmet at midfield, and I certainly uh, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the the dog logo. Um, so I, I hope that Brownie gets reelected, or they just go with the uh, you know the Oreo striping. Yeah, I could live with either. Uh, I didn't love yeah. the idea of people throwing out 32 for Jim Brown. I thought that was a little tone deaf by the fan base that wanted that. Well, I mean, there, I, there's going to be some tribute somehow, some way. The team's very mum on it. Of course, the, there's going to be a, a celebration of life in Canton, Ohio, uh, in the afternoon before the Hall of Fame game on uh, Thursday. Uh, maybe we'll get some more detail on what the team is planning to uh, to honor him within the stadium. I mean, he, look, he's he's already in the ring of honor, right? His number's been mm-hmm. retired. They're, they have a statue for him. Uh, I, I, you know, other than painting 32 on the field, right, and, and putting a decal on the helmet or maybe a, a little patch over the, you know, the the heart portion of the the jersey. There, I, I honestly don't know what else the organization could do uh, to to honor uh, Jim Brown. But, um, yeah, I, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what they ultimately come up with. No doubt about it. There are a lot of great insight tonight. Uh, obviously, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Are they off tomorrow? They're off tomorrow? They, well, they, I mean, they're pseudo off. They're going to do some, uh, some, some light stuff. We're off tomorrow. We, we, you know, we're not, we will not be out there. Um, but they'll probably do like, you know, their, their day before walkthrough, uh, you know, type of stuff, go through the cards and, and whatnot. Expect a very basic and I do mean basic game plan <laughs> Thursday night. Um, uh, again, uh, the, the focus is just getting the four quarters in and then getting back on the buses to Cleveland. All right, fantastic. Thank you, Daryl. appreciate you as always. You bet, Jonathan. Good stuff right there with Daryl. Daryl brought to you by Shabin Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. We come on back, I want to react to a little bit of what Daryl had to say. There was a lot I want to chew on, and I also want to get into – Deshaun Watson, and there's something that Alex Van Pelt said earlier today about the run game with Watson that I absolutely loved hearing. 216474 to below 92. We're going to move off the beaten path to 1020. We got Andrew Barry on Afternoon Drive at 10. We'll talk about Deshaun Watson and more coming up next right here on The Fan.